Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in 2 Samuel 11, verses 1-5. through 5. This is the account of David and Bathsheba. We're going to break it up into at least a couple days. This will be part one. We're going to look at the anatomy of sin. We're going to look at the need for Israel to have a king that is blameless and holy. Even David, a man after God's own heart, we will find out does not fit that bill. And there are a lot of other things to learn from this. So let's dive in. Verse one in 2 Samuel chapter 11. In the spring of the year, the time when kings go out to battle, David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they ravaged the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah. But David remained at Jerusalem. It happened late one afternoon when David arose from his couch and was walking on the roof of the king's house that he saw from the roof a woman bathing, and the woman was very beautiful. David sent and inquired about the woman, and one said, Is this not Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? So David sent messengers and took her. She came to him, and he lay with her. Now she had been purifying herself from her uncleanness. Then she returned to her house, and the woman conceived And she sent and told David, I am pregnant. So here we've got King David. Remember, David, how he handled the situation with Saul. Saul was trying to kill him. Saul was jealous. David spared his life a couple times. David was gracious to him when he died. He honored him. He mourned for him. We've also got David who yesterday in Steve's devotion about Mephibosheth, who was very kind to this descendant of Saul. And so you're seeing attributes of David up until now that display the heart of God. The Bible says that David is a man after God's own heart. And so you're thinking, this is the guy. This is the standard bearer for a king in Israel. There'll be none greater than him in terms of kings of Israel in a human sense, in an earthly sense. But even David falls short of the mark. Now, what can we learn from this? We can learn... uh, how sin unfolds and how actually, when we know how it unfolds, how we can fight against sin. So here's David. It's springtime. This is the time of the year that kings go off to war, but David does not go off to war. So the first step toward toward him falling into sin is David not being where he is supposed to be. And we can learn from that. Where are you supposed to be? Be where you're supposed to be whether it's a physical location or whether it's someplace in your mind or whether it's someplace on your computer, don't be where you're not supposed to be. David was where he wasn't supposed to be. He was at home while he sent all of his other guys out to fight for him. That's a bad thing. Second thing that happens is fairly innocent. David's up on his roof. He looks down. He sees a beautiful woman bathing. Obviously, she's naked. And it's one thing to see that, but how you react to it is going to maybe determine whether you fall further into sin or not. And so David's in the wrong place. Because he's in the wrong place, he sees something that he probably shouldn't see. And rather than turning and running from it, rather than you know moving his eyes off what he saw, going back inside, getting back to work, uh, just kind of averting that temptation, he decides to inquire about this woman. Not only does he inquire about her, but when he finds out who she is, he sends his messengers who take her. They took her against her will, that sounds like. And then he brings her to his place. They have sex together. 
the Bible is very clear. Why is this in here in verse four? Now she has been, she'd been purifying herself from her uncleanness. It's like, thank you very much for that detail. Why do we need to know that? Well, the reason we need to know that is because she has just finished her menstrual cycle. And now she is in a place where she can get pregnant and she's in a place in her cycle where we're going to know that there's no way that anyone other than David is the father of this child. That'll make sense later. So he's not where he's supposed to be. He sees something he shouldn't see. He doesn't turn from it, but he inquires about it. And then he acts on the inquiry. And then eventually, like the Bible says, lays with her. This is bad, bad news. And it sets David up and it sets Israel up for serious consequences in his life and in the life of the nation. More importantly, it shows us that even this standard-bearing king, even this man after God's own heart, is not perfect. In fact, he's very sinful. What he's done here is very evil and wrong. And it leaves Israel still wanting for leadership that will truly represent the one true God. It's not going to come until hundreds of years later when Jesus Christ, the descendant of David, finally comes on the scene. The Bible says that Jesus was tempted in every way that we are, but he was without sin. And by living a life where he did not sin, he was able to go to the cross and die a death that we deserve to pay with the burden of our sin on him. This perfect son of God dies for sins he didn't commit. He rises from the dead. He displays himself as the perfect king, the king of kings, the conquering king, the everlasting king. And any one of us who would put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, the one true, the one perfect king, could have the righteousness that he lived on this earth that we can't live attributed to us. And when we have that righteousness, we stand holy and blameless, perfect before God. What a great message. What a great gospel. What a dark chapter in David's life that nevertheless makes us focus our eyes on the light of Jesus Christ, the one true, capable, effective king who loved us enough to die for us. Lord, thank you for your son. Thank you for this gospel. Help us to avoid sin. Help us to flee from it by the power of your spirit. And Lord, we acknowledge that we fail despite our attempts to flee. Will you forgive us? Will you remind us again that there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus? We pray it in his name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. 
please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.